Working now. It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. I woke up so We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. Young nigga. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed, we're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. In my mind, they say You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? This gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. successful. It's time for In trouble, gets away. Mahomes racing with the bad angle. Inside the. And of course, good, you know, day to you too as well. Of course, it is two birds and one stoner here. And, um, you know, today's show, of course, Road Trip Weed and the Santos versus Disney. Let's get right to a quick commercial, of course. A quick commercial cut. Yeah, I like the commercial cut it real quick. Let's go to right now. Rebel Hair Art, you know what it is. When it comes to haircuts, trims, colors, or that next special event, you want to look your best, right? Then you need Jamie from Rebel Hair Art at Studio One Salon. So stop by and see Jamie at Studio One Salon at 3709 North Academy Boulevard. Jamie at Rebel Hair Art. You can call and set your appointment for your next hair session. 719-262-9011. That's 719-262-9011. So, of course, I'm really excited for you guys. It is, of course, a great show we got planned for you guys. Um, we're going to get jumping right to it. And so, I went on a road trip this weekend. And it gave me an idea do a show we're going to give you of course the obvious part of the show that's that um when it comes to um this show we do want to give you the date of the show because it, it may lead to context later for the second half of the show because we are going to be taking on a course a governor good day governor and it is a legal case and because of that legal case um we do want to, you know, give context that this this show was recorded on May twenty second. In case there is something that legally changes, but before we can talk about that, let's be honest. We've got ourselves some good old fashioned cannabisle nizzle. That's right. So I took a road trip this weekend. Went to go see my new grandson. Have some fun. Hit the mean streets. You know, get out there and really hardcore. You know, visit the people. Let the people know that, you know, Treasy is here. And, and, and let the people know that Treasy is part of the club. And uh, uh, let the people know that, 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 that Treasy gets out in them streets with the people. And, and and the weeds, you know, the good weeds usually. So I did hit the streets in the mean streets of Pueblo. 
quit looking for green chili wheat. No one's invented that yet. I'm still looking for that. I'm not sure how that would taste or even how that would go. But what I would tell you is this is that, you know me, I'd be into it. And so um, we went down there. We checked out, of course, um, our grandson went to go visit him, spent some time. I went and made, I went down and cooked my kids some food because, yeah, I'm that dad that I'm going to go down there and cook my kids some food. And so while I was down there, I was like, well, you know, when I get back to the springs, you know, in Colorado Springs, I'm going to have to, you know, go stop and get me some, some cannabis. I'm going to have to swing by the store. So um, I was like, or, you know, I could just, you know, stop for them tweeds now, right down here in Juelito, in the little Spanish town in Colorado called Pueblo. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's if you're from down in that area. It's the town of the Chili's Homes. The Chili Festival SC. Play, a, a time of year I like greatly. It's one of the few bittersweet things to the summer ending is that we get the Pueblo, the Pueblo Chili Festival. If you've never been out to it, man, you got to check it out. Get down to the Pueblo Chili Festival. I'm telling you, man, they don't pay me to say that. I just enjoy going. Although, I should probably reach out to them and be like, Hey, buddy, you shouldn't pay me if I'm doing this. <laughs> But we are not going to do that right now because we're kind of busy in the middle of, um, you know, doing a show. So it's probably a bad idea to try that right now. Let's be honest here, right? So in the meantime, we do have a real obligation. And so we're going to do a first ever on this show. Okay, that's a lie. We, we've never done, well, okay, so we've never done an official taste test on this show. To be fair, we've never done that. We've never done an quote-unquote official taste test here, right? And so because of that, um, I do want to do a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a kind of lead up to it. You know, talk about that good weed. Talk about that good, good. Because it's that good, good that makes the good days go by. Talk that good, good. Yeah, you know what it is. It's that good, good, good. Oh, it's that good, good, good. It's that can of good, 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 good. I like to sing to you guys out there, you know. Um, I, I probably shouldn't sing to you guys out there, but I do. And so um, we got that good. Hey, nothing wrong with that. That's right. We get a good we get a good check from the producers. We got that good. So first off, I'd like to, you know, share these gorgeous nuggetos with the with most of the camera right there. Look at that. Check that out, guys. Um, I would describe this as, before we get into the actual taste test, let's go through the smell test. So first, we're going to smell it. I like to get my face all up in it. So it has a very earthy, planty smell. Um, that's always a good. We've already pre-ground some up so that we could see how much keef we could get out of it and things like that. And so after um, you know, a couple of a uh, couple of uh, maybe like an eighth or so, um, getting some pretty decent keef off of it as well. For those folks that are watching on camera on Instagram, if you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. That's week the letter in bake america radio on instagram and we actually uh most of the shows when we do them we like to tape them live on instagram um and things of that nature so i'm, I'm kind of hoping you know the uh, other shows will do the same and you know they also have their that where we'll be able to pull their videos down and share them as well so lots of fun lots of fun um and so uh, lots of fun slap hands, <laughs> clap hands, clap hands, as they say on the water boy, right? So, um, you know, I got to tell you guys, I'm really ultra excited, um, for, for this because, you know, when you go down and you get weed, the first thing you do is you walk into a weed store and you just feel that great sensation of 
I haven't bought here before. Let's see what, let's see what happening. So on my way back from seeing Jamie from Sick Tees, guys, check out SickTees.com. He's a buddy of mine. That's his business. He doesn't pay me to say that, but hey, you should do. Everybody should. Okay, maybe not. But either way, um, so when it comes to the can of bizzle, my nizzle for shizzle, up in this hizzle, um, I do want to point out to you guys and just let you guys know that um, I truly, truly want to give every every show an opportunity i want to give every every show on this show on the station a chance to really you know bring their personalities to you and so check them out too as well outside of this show um there are several shows on this station right now there's blunt football talk which they're kind of in a hiatus because football's off right now there is a uh, control alt though against the wall they seem to be uh, still pretty active we have newbie and a doobie uh, uh active and we of course have um coming soon moonlight combos for you guys and of course me uh mr trey wake and bake uh, the original Mr. Wakenbank himself. That's right. I've got, of course, two birds and one stone, and we're going to be doing it here. America's favorite cannabis radio dad is back at it again with shenanigans and fun stuff. Did you say shenanigans? I said shenanigans. If one of you says shenanigans one more time. All right. So um, I do want to thank everyone who sends us gifts on Podbean. Uh, that's that that money and those gifts go towards supporting the show. So thank you for that. Um, I do want to thank all of the people that support the show just by listening. All the people that download hundreds and hundreds of downloads a day um, from the radio station from various shows. And we just want to thank you for that as well. I want to thank Sick Tees for this tink, this uh, cartridge. I'm sorry that we're going to try here on the show that they're getting the preview of on Instagram. We're going to be trying this right here live on the show. We already got a, a bowl loaded of this fabulous weed that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna highlight today. And so, um, first off, I just want to say that we went to the green source. So we did want to give the green source a shout out, of course, from the show here. Uh, so shout out to the green source. You know, we want to thank y'all for an opportunity, um, you know, to, to highlight your weed. They didn't give us this, this, uh, like I said, I was just so fascinated by this weed, you know, it, 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 and, and, you know, the weed it looks so good and 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 i was in pueblo and i was like you know let me get some weed you know the original mr wake and bake himself got to get some ah damn it i smashed my knee some wake and bake for the studio for the shows i'm going to be taping this week and so we stopped by in pueblo the green source in pueblo rest actually to be more specific when we we're out seeing our buddy over at sick d's um who's an extractor and of course he is the reason we have this tincture from None other than Danco, right? So we, we've got some goo from Danco. We've got some goo from, um, I think that's from Danco. We've got some goo, or we've got some flour from the Green Source in Pueblo West. And of course, we also have, of course, this flower is called Pink Marshmallow. And it's coming in at 27%, guys, testing in, in the labs at 27%. Check out that goodiness on all of my beautiful videos. Check out my videos of videos. What? That's how I do. And so I just wanted to give a shout out one more time to our homies over at uh, Denko in Colorado, uh, 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 or I think it's, is it Denko or Danco? I always mess it up. Denko, um, extracts, you know, um, in Pueblo, in Pueblito. And then of course, shout out to our homies that were testing their flower today at none other than the green source, not a bad place, uh, to stop by, uh, the green source. And I actually had fun there. Um, I am one of those people that like, I'm like, I'm super about the puppies, you know, I'm about the puppers, right? Everybody knows that about me. And so, um, 
so for me personally, right, uh, I got to meet a puppy while I was at this dispensary. Now, I'm not saying that you'll have that same luxury, but I did, and that's not my problem if you don't, quite frankly. Um, but uh, so, and we're going to get some, we're going to get a guest in here. There's always somebody that stops by and wants to say hi, right? And I'll be like, hi, than a mother lover. You ever just look at somebody's thing and be like, I wonder if that's your Instagram. <laughs> so anyway, um, I think that people are going to be thoroughly impressed with this pot. Um, and thoroughly impressed whether or not you are, you should be, because I'm smoking your weed and I am amazing. I'm America's Cannabis Radio Dad. I'm I'm awesome. And I'm here to smoke your weed with you. Um, whether that's my weed, your weed, his weed, her weed, high weed, low weed. Okay. I don't know about low weed, but I do fucks with it. I fucks with whatever I can fucks with. So let's go ahead and let's bring our guest in for the day. It's none other than the professor himself, Chris Watkins. How are you doing today, sir? What up, Trey? What up, broski? I'm up in these lanes, hitting these streets on these avenues, doing podcasting stuff. No, I'm just playing. No, I am, but I'm not, if that makes sense. No, I am. I am. I am. And so. Podcasting? I'm, I'm podcasting. Yes. Pot. P-O-T-T. To be more specific, sir. Thank you. Um, and I appreciate you keeping it that way. Um, no, but seriously, bro, I am in the lane of getting that weed, uh, you know, knowledge out to them streets and so forth. And I just wanted to tell y'all um, that uh, I love you. Yeah. I love you. I'm live. We're doing the damn thing. Um, we're having a, we're going to have a great show here. And I think that you'll be surprised. So I don't know much about pink marshmallow. I bet that I have it a little fresh. I picked it because it was still a little fresher, you know, Fresh off the drying vine, as they say, right? And so um, it's called pink marshmallow, okay? Which I'm going to assume is, means it's marshmallow and pink panther. Just a guess. Just a guess. I don't know that for sure. I'm sure Just it guess. is. Don't forget to check us out. Wake the letter in Bake America Show. Um, Dot com. That's our website, Wake the Letter in Bake America Show.com. You can find us on all your favorite uh, social media places. It's Wake and Bake America Radio. I am, of course, uh, host of one of our flagship shows. That's right, it is Two Birds and One Stoner. Chris Walk is joining us from another one of our shows that's going to be starting soon. Hi, Tide Stick. That's right. Hi, Tide Stick. Oh, I have an answer about the whole Google thing. We'll talk about that later, though, not on air. Um, <laughs> so I love taste testing. So here's my thing is I think they should uh, label it what is the uh, mother and what is the father of the plant. Then you know which side is dominant. Fair. This is an indica dominant one. Right, but it, it's, it's hybrid though. It's still a hybrid because it's two different strains made into one. Lord knows those could be two different strains from two different strains from two different strains because we've been at this a minute now. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> right? What are you smoking on, by the way? I am smoking on Wake and Bake. Of course. Oh, it's like you do this to me on purpose. It makes me angry. I'm it, it just, it just came out of the grow room. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? How you're going to get it to me? That's what you're going to tell me. Well, I've, I've actually got that fingered out, and it will be coming this summer. Woo-woo! That's all I need to hear, baby, baby! So, 
so you'll you'll have to find you some place you can grow. Um, I have friends. Okay, right. Just remember, I don't want that going anywhere else, though. Yeah, I know. I need to figure out how to do that. I just want to smoke it, man. You're making this hard. <laughs> You're making this hard on me, damn it! Like I hate when that happens, but at the same time, I get it. So you see, you see the Instagram pics, didn't you? Uh, may no, I don't know. Maybe, probably, but maybe, but no, nah, I'm not gonna say I have, but probably, but maybe. I know Scott. I know Scotty did. Right, 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 right. All right. Um, and then of course, um, you know, I think that it comes to a point where I stay in the lanes. You know what I'm saying? And find good weed, man. And we do what we gotta do, man. And today we test, we taste test pop from flower from Quelitas, the land of the dream chili. So, without further ado, my friend. I say, have you choked that yet? Uh-oh. Well, I mean, I probably should, yeah. So, it's very earthy smelling, obviously, right? It's got a high THC level to it. But let's get into the aroma. Oh, we got a pipe in Pueblo, too. <laughs> I know one for Cami, actually. No CBD? I see a print on it or something. I didn't find any CBD, no. I, I'm looking no, no. for a CBD tincture. In, in the strain. It's just straight oh. THC. Let me see. It doesn't say it has any. Right, so it probably doesn't or didn't test high enough to even register to matter yeah yeah it usually has to be point uh zero five percent or higher well that's definitely good it's definitely delicious um get you get a decent amount of keef off of it but not too much and that tells you that it's not super dry you know um Sometimes people are like, look at how much keef I got. And I'm like, look how dry your weed is, though. I'm like, it's not like you got that from, like, like the harvest of it, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. Um, and then, of course, we have this. So, first off, my take on this is that it's um, it's very earthy tasting. So, it's going to taste planty, flowery, if you oh, – oh, sorry. Uh, planty, you know, grassy, leafy, whatever you want to call it, words, you know, kind of ground plant flavor, you know. Um, so that's the first thing that I think that I recognize probably the most, Chris, um, definitely feel the euphoria of the THC, you know, kicking immediately. I didn't smoke for a while before this show for a reason. I wanted to make sure that I felt it and I actually got to taste it. Yeah, that too. I'm going to clear my palate with some fruit juice. Cause that's how I roll. Should use water. Don't tell me what to do, sir. <laughs> it's actually if you want to know the truth it's sugar-free kool-aid because that's how i keep this sexy body is i don't and consume a lot of raw sugar well i consume a lot of sugar <laughs> it's, just, it's like an ice cream and you know cupcakes and stuff but i don't actually add sugar to my food ever it just seems like not smart You're uh, sugar hey so we are of course 
live doing our show. Um, it would appear to me, long story short, if you would, as we do this taste test from Pueblo, that, you know, sometimes I worry that some of the strongest medication um, will sometimes get shipped or transferred, moved, however it's done, you know, whatever way. Um, it will get moved. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh, I was right. It'll get moved to the market of money, which would be recreational, of course, right? So um, at the end of the day, uh, it was really nice to find some high, you know, kind of strong, you know, that strong down in Pueblo. Just a little Mexican town of madness. I love that little town. And yet, Still am not moving there anytime soon. Just fun fact. Um, I find it fascinating that, uh, you know, you're not seeing good, strong cannabis getting just, you know, forked over to the non-medical industries. And we're seeing, um, or you were seeing, you know, it's not getting squished into concentrates um, or just concentrates. Like there are still flower smokers out there that like flower, man. And I'm, I'm digging this flower. I haven't ate any more yet. I'm kind of just getting the euphoria of one bowl, kind of seeing how that pokes and rolls with me. I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, I like it. I uh, absolutely think it's a gem down there at the Green Source in Pueblo West. I, I, I would agree that it's a snazzy little tasty weed, man. And I, I like it. It's, it's good. Um, it was my, I had a couple choices and it was either go up to the higher yield, higher grade or sift around in those $55 ounces, you know, and I'm not going to lie to you. I paid a few dollars extra. And then with my first time buyer at this location, um, exciting discount, it brought it right back down to that other price anyway. So I was like, Hey, you know, I don't go down to Pueblo much, but when I do, it's nice to find good wheat, right? So um, you, you guys don't have dispensaries that grow their own flour? Yeah, we do. This was grown by them, which is why I'm very impressed by it. Yeah, see, you, like down here, if uh, if you're buying the higher grade cannabis, it's what most people call uh, craft cannabis. And it's usually better. Craft? I mean, we have what they call here artesian, which is basically just bougie-ass Colorado people talk for craft. <laughs> right. But um, I've, I've had these artesian weeds, and I don't know if, like, I've just been smoking pot for too long or something, but I'm like, okay, I get it. It's tasty. I get it. I'm high. But I don't get why you want more money for that very nifty packaging, although it is eye-popping. And I see what you did there, Mr. Marketer. Trust me. But... I don't know if that's what I want. And see, I went into a place where I got it in a Ziploc baggie like back in the day for all those folks watching on the video. I got it in a fucking Ziploc baggie from the dispensary like this was 1999, man. Um, and I was pulling that shit, right? Like literally. Um, <laughs> like you so, picked it up from the homie down the road. I just picked up a O of fire and I'm about to go by the call center and see who wants to pay $60 an eighth or $90 an eighth, <laughs> depending on when we're talking. I used to have some fire bro that I would charge 60 to $90 an eighth because it was like next level. Only came out a couple times like that that I was able to get a hold of that from different growers, underground growers before it became above ground growers, you know? So it's like, all about genetics, man. Once I could get by the dispensary though, woo, I was only paying like $150 an eighth. Woo! 
I was happy. I was like, I don't even need to, I don't need to sell weed anymore. I can just afford this as normal medication. Right. So then I got into the growing phase and then I, you know, me and the ex split up. She kept the old place that I had to grow in. So I didn't have a place to grow anymore. And fast forward, here we are now. And this is what it is. Okay. So can we just not talk about that? It's a really depressing time in my life. Okay. To not be able to grow. That right. Part, I don't care about the other thing. Losing her. <laughs> anyway. Um, so. I do think that it's a great time to take a quick pause for station identification before we get into our next taste test. So for station identification, if you've got a comment or you want to take uh, you want to take your, your comment and have that read on our show, then just go ahead and send your comments in on Instagram. It's just wake the letter in bake America. Well, sorry, it's wake the letter in bake America radio on Instagram. It's wake the letter in bake America show uh, is the website. And of course you can inbox us info at wake the letter in bake america show.com we're on facebook at, under wake dash in dash bake america radio i mean it's your fault if you don't send us a message this at these days by the way shout out to nancy in illinois that loves the show we appreciate you listening out there uh just outside of chicago thank you so much for uh writing in also shout out to chris watkins he's probably the biggest fan of everybody else's show <laughs> yeah i am you really are. Like, you even tricked me. I was like, oh, we have a fan letter. And then it was just you. And I was like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> so um, keep those comments coming. Keep those uh, uh, things coming in. For all you sports fans, don't forget that we have the – we're going to be doing the live Wake and Bake America Show League draft for our NFL uh, – for, for Blunt Football. So Blunt Football Talk and the radio station, we have a fantasy football league that, that – uh, show host and fans of the show who have been fans of the show. You know, we kind of bet our fans a little bit, right? But fans of the show and then Scotty's what I call ringers. That's what I call the people that Scotty brings his ringers because they always seem to be pretty good at fantasy football, right? So Scotty's ringers along with the establishment of, of, of teams that we have had for, you know, uh, the better, I mean, golly, the better part of a decade now. Um, yeah. We've had this fantasy league and so um, I won the championship. I got one trophy. I know that. I got one trophy. I know Santos has two trophies. I came I close that, this year. I know that one trophy member left the league after he won a trophy and has. So he like basically he John Elway does. He you know, he won and done. <laughs> and then we have um, uh, 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 we have the infamous missing trophy where the championship couldn't be resolved fairly last year because of the debacle of the Bills game that got canceled after DeMar Hamlin literally had to be resuscitated and revived on the field um, to be brought back to life as he literally died on the field. It was a wild, wild end to last fantasy football year. It, it, it really just the way it ended left a bad taste in my mouth, to be honest with you, buddy. And to be quite frank, if you want to be part of the league, just know that we, have, we, we, we sympathize with both guys that had an opportunity to win it all. But we could not crap up in and, and call something fair when one of those guys, literally half his team was on the team that didn't play. Right, yeah. It was a crazy season last year. And then the next week, we couldn't hash it out because of the way our, it, it like, the league <laughs> our champion for us, we just didn't issue a trophy. He, 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 it hurts to say this because he's such a good guy and he was new to the league, um, but the league declared a new person to the league a champion, and I just, I hate that it had to end that way for him, but to be fair to a, uh, was it Santos or was it, it was Santos who was in the Santos. championship. 
Yeah. To be fair to the two-time champion Santos, it wasn't really fair to declare that he hadn't won anything when the contest hadn't happened or been fair. Right. So it was, it was, you know, but what did it do? It led to the commission meeting um, and the, it, 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 look, we had the owner representative of the commission try to pull an okie doke with a trade. It was a bad year. It was just a bad year. Um, well, it didn't cause a rift. It did cause an argument with me and Scott that we now laugh about. But um, it just, it was a shitty year. And I want to get past that. And it all is predicated around DeMar Hamlin. But I did get his jersey out of it. So, hey, there, there's a bit of sweetness to it as well. But I just grabbed. I don't know. I haven't actually decided that yet because I need to look at when, like, the last uh, preseason game is. Right. Our draft will be probably sometime that week after the last preseason game when they, you know, they don't have the fourth preseason game anymore. And there's kind of like that bye week there, that extra week for them to tune up and cut down. In that week, we, that's when we will do our draft because it, ours, our league is small enough that we won't be digging past the first two or three guys that play receiver. We won't be digging past the first guy that plays tight end. We won't be on, on all, you know, it's just not likely to happen unless you're just, you know, you're, you're drafting a handcuff for an injury. That's it. Right. Draft handcuffs. I'm sorry. I draft fucking players. I end up getting handcuffs throughout the year because it is quintessentially necessary. But anyway. Yeah. Let's do this though. Uh, so shout out to everybody that takes part in that draft. Everybody that if, if you want to be, if you want to join the Wake and Bake America Fantasy Football League, just hit us up, man. There's a few people in the league that don't really do their job that I would be more than willing to replace them with. So, let's do this though. I want to give a shout out to Sam's Creation, aka the Queen of edibles aka the mistress of magnificent food creations that's right aka the cleopatra of the creamsicle donut thing she makes that one popsicle stick i, I was I, I i was really patriot patriotic i mean poetic there and then i screwed it up at the end i digress everybody loves creativity and good food do they not chris yeah, absolutely. Can you pay her to come cook you a meal? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So she's, a, she's a chef as well. Yes, she is. Consider that Michigan. Hey, consider that Michigan to Colorado a flight. You just might bring what's right. Throw it in the package below the surveyor. You'll never be okay more than when you fly state to state. It's how do Vegas? True story. Just throw it in the package below. I always figure yeah, if they find it, they're just going to keep it anyway. Because at both places, it's legal. You get what I mean? Hey, Wait, I just take it on my carry-on. That, um, or that, or that. You can carry it on, or you can just put it underneath. It doesn't matter to me. As long as you're under the legal limit of what you're supposed to be able to carry in both states, you're good. Here, it's an ounce if you're an out-of-towner, you know? That's all. Yeah, I know. That's that's not enough for me. No, but what you do is you bring that good stuff called Wake and Pick to Tray. We do a Wake and Trade. Hey. Yeah, wake and trade. <laughs> See, that's how you don't get betrayed, is if you just make a trade. Hey, you can, I've, I've got some mad hookups coming out there to visit you before. <laughs> hey, we'll have to do a live show, man, for me and you, buddy. We're going to have to do a live show right here from the studio when you get out here. Oh, fuck yeah. So, um, it, with that said, let's, uh, let's get out of this jazzy music. Probably is a good idea. <laughs> okay. Don't you uh, have another strain to puff on? 
I do. And that's what I want to get to next. And so we're going to get to, I have a cartridge, which is very popular amongst the young folks. Um, I'm down with the carts, right? Um, I had to play some trap music like, yeah, put on a trap music for the young folk so we can get this up in here and get a crack in. What you know? Hey, in here all day, smoking carts. Ugh. Busting farts. High school's hard. Ugh. That's how you young folks sound. <laughs> all right, so anyway, um, getting made fun of on podcasts by old farts. Ugh. Barely graduated high school, no smarts. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Um, so, real talk though, uh, carts are really popular amongst the um, uh, business community. They're very popular amongst uh, folks like myself who um, who want to keep that business <laughs> smile. You know what I'm saying? Um, but also um, are prescribed by a doctor this medication because you got to remember, like I'm not just doing it recreational, like some of these CEOs out there. I have, I have literally it's now going on 22 three four years now it's been since i had the first knee surgery all the way to the car accident 10 years ago all the way to degenerative um problems going forward from that till now just records and records of visit after visit to the doctor and doctor's visits and doctor visits that that predicate why i have this prescription but some people will enjoy things recreationally there's nothing wrong with that so i I believe I found a recreational, quote unquote, recreational cartridge. Now, now remember, I got it from uh, some Danco folk, cause you know, like I'm Trey, so like I go places and people just give me things, you know? Uh, and uh, I'm smiling ear to ear while I say that. You can probably hear that I'm smiling because I just love it. Thank you so much. You know, I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna do right by you. I'm gonna rep it. So thanks, shout out to the folks over at Danco uh, that I was able to, uh, sort of leech a pink off of one of my friends. <laughs> this is a sativa though, so I'm really enjoying it. It's a good daytime video game type weed, man. All right, so this one's very fruity. Straight up on the intake, you can taste the kind of a fruit, sort of fruit turps, you know? Citrus, um, something else. Hold on, let me try again. Hold on, let me go again. What's it called? It's called Trey misplaced a package and don't remember. <laughs> Whatever that brand is. Hey! <laughs> um, but it does flex in at, 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 uh, in the 70s THC and the 80s when you include the cannabinoids. I mean, how hard is it? So, um, don't forget uh, this taste break has been brought to you by Sam's Creation, 719-283-1701. That's 719-283-1701. Because when it comes to award-winning cannabis creations, you want Sam's Creations. That's Sam's with a Z, Creations with a Z, on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram, it's Sam's Creations for, under, I think it's underscore 420, if I remember right. Or finder. Or you can just give her a call, 719-283-1701. That's 719-283-1701. Check out Sam's Creations, because that's what it do, boo. That's what it do, boo. All right, so, with that said, um, it's fruity. It's kind of got like a, what I would refer to as a Sprite or sort of citrusy, sparkly flavor to it, if you would. I don't know if that's a thing, but that's what I'm calling it. Do you understand what I mean by that? Yeah. It has like a Sprite, lemon limey, sort of, that's where the citrus comes from, you know? Um, and then it kind of has this like sort of perky taste to it, like, almost like a Sprite does, but it's clean. 
Like it's probably ultra distilled or something. I don't know. Oh, thank you. It is delicious. So I'll tell you that either way. Good God. Thanks, Sick Tease. Thanks, Danco. That is delicious. And it was really going to be a good uh, video game weed. Yeah, and it's uh, like I feel perky. It's perky. It's kind of got this perky scent. Like I said, refreshing, if you would, you know, real lemon lime, refreshing sprite. Type. I almost want to say it's like almost like a sprite taste, if you would, but just but like maybe a little fruit to it. But I can't. I don't know if it's because of my 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 implant or whatever, but I cannot taste what I'm wanting to think I'm tasting. Right, whatever you want to call it, but it's delicious. Oh, we're gonna fire up some more of this. We were sampling right here on the show, um, of course, from the Green Source in Hello, Orale, Green Chiliville. I love it. Do you come in like early? I just go when I know when I hear people say that it's going on, and then I just go, bitch, I'm on my way this weekend. That's what I do. I save like days off to go to this thing because I'm like, I'm not going to work. I'm going to get fucked up on green chili beer. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's how I roll. That's how I roll, baby, baby. That's how I roll, baby. So, um, it's popping though, man. The community pool's getting open. It's summertime, dude. I mean, I'm for real. It's that time of year, my brother. Might have to go hit the hot tub tonight. Take the take the. I'm getting old, so I don't stay as warm anymore. So, have to take the you know the road with me up there, and so that way I can freeze when I come back, or you know catch trapothermia, which is basically <laughs> going up in Arizona, not being able to stand the fucking cold at all. Especially if I get wet. Did I? I can't. I'm like, no. Get me the hell out of here. I don't know how you Michigan dudes do do this. I will do the ice dive stuff, but I'm jumping right out. I promise you, I'm jumping right the hell out if oh. I'm doing the ice bath challenge stuff, ice dump stuff. Because here's the thing is, I can do that for about 12 to 15 minutes like anybody who's ever been an athlete and can tolerate the nonsense for about 12 to 15 minutes, right? The problem is... If it's not hot outside and I have to do that, it is like crippling pain for me. You know what I mean? Now, well, yeah, because it goes straight to your bones. Well, yeah, and for my age and everything, it's crippling pain. But I will tell you, your is, age. My okay. Can we do body age versus actual age? Because uh, right? my because like my brain says I'm like five and funny okay my body says i'm 65 and heading towards broken okay so there's a difference there's definitely a difference don't forget to hit your hearts send your love send your uh, your donations uh that money gets reinvested into our show you can donate at podbean by simply sending gifts to us um during live shows we take that money and reinvest it directly back into podbean um in our commercialization of the show you can also make donations directly to the show just in just send us your or send us a a, a email info at wake the letter in bake america show and of course we can talk about about you know using your money for the good of the show we are self-funded and the few advertisers that we do take on um we're there i don't they're just we're funding ourselves we have to fund ourselves god damn it you want it to be them or you send your money all right info at wake the letter in bake america show and we will tell you how to cash app us your donation now boys girls ladies and gentlemen of all sorts hear me hear me loud it is time for our case that we bring to the day, DeSantos versus Disney. And now look, 
it's no secret that I call him Ron Descam Toast because I think he's just a con, just another con John, no different than his predecessor uh, that he chooses or wishes to replace, right? Um, I do believe that um, he, like many Republicans, have no problem with government overreach as long as it's something that the that, that, that Republican government disagrees with. I do believe that they have no problem um, with um, going after corporations or businesses that voice their personal opinion and that they disagree with as clearly Ron DeSantos is going after. But I digress. Should Disney have the deal in the first place? Should a corporation be allowed to self-govern itself within the United States and therefore by, can they do that? And then, but the ramifications on both sides of this, by themselves governing with an oversight board, now handpicked by Ron DeSantos, which I don't think is right. I think that that should actually be elected officials as well. I don't think that the governor should the governor should be able to over to, should be able to appoint an oversight board over, you know, just one business, right? Because talk about handpicked and one sided. I think it should be elected by the people that are part of those two counties where Disney resides. Honestly, now with that said, though. We have to also understand that should Disney have this deal, what does this deal provide the citizens of the United States? Uh, nothing. But what does it provide the citizens of Central Florida? Well, F Florida, well, something like this. Check it out. Disney, by way of governing itself, also funds its own police and funds its own uh, repairs, operations, and, and henceforth. Therefore, the two counties where Disney resides is essentially, you ready for this, folks? Is essentially not a tax burden on the people at all. The people don't pay the taxes, any taxes for Disney to exist. Therefore, should they be allowed to govern themselves then? Yeah, so, I mean, if the taxpayers aren't, you know, covering the security and the police and yada, yada. In a normal neighborhood or city. Right. Where then all of those businesses that operate in that neighborhood or city are governed by the local government. But in this case, every inch of Disney is essentially, from what I've read, is paid for by itself. But I... As a centrist in this great nation that I love so much, as a true centrist, I am asking a compelling question and why I decided to go after something that could potentially be considered political on a show I don't want to get political on. So let me say it this way. Ron DeSantos, a Republican, yes, is challenging the validity of Disney's right to govern itself, which was a charter that was agreed to with the state long, long ago when the Magic Kingdom came about, right? So, so go ahead. So if Disney lets DeSantos move in, basically, it's should, the they, should, should they start sucking up tax money from the state of Florida? Um, so DeSantis... I, I'm, I'm getting told I'm saying his name wrong. DeSantos is what I call him. That's why. And then I call him DeSantos. And that's messed up because our Santos is awesome. 
uh, on our fantasy football league that we previously mentioned. So let's come to Santos. <laughs> but yes, I'm being told that I'm saying it wrong. So DeSantis. Um, but, you know, I think that you know, when the original charters of Disney were put together, right, we do have to recognize that at that time, um, those original charters uh, obviously were done, um, you know, to, to, to create infrastructure in Florida and to create jobs. Um, and the Magic Kingdom was doing it there in the sense of having year-round weather that would be pretty much applicable. For, we're talking literally out of 365 days, Orlando probably has nice weather, 330 of them. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, though, there's like a month of bad weather in Orlando. And then the rest of the time, it's like a pop little shower and it's over. You're good. Don't worry about it. You dry off. It's nice there. So when I think about that, um, the question becomes, is Disney being bullied by government because is because listen, Ron DeSantos didn't use his personal, you know, coffer of metas of, of, of money to go after Disney, Chris. That didn't happen. Ron DeSantos used taxpayers' money. Um and at that time is using and at this time is using taxpayers' money, right? To go after Disney. Right. So at that point, he's using people who don't agree with what he's doing's money. This isn't his personal purse or coffer. Okay. So, but I also, like I said, I'm I'm pretty centrist on this issue. Well, I think that it's government overreach on DeSantos's part. I I one thousand percent believe that that is the whole ordeal right there. This is absolutely governor, government overreach in the sense of, of DeSantos. When you handpick a board of people that happen to <clears throat> explicitly vote for you without the people having any say in it in that area, which by the way, if he were to strip Disney from that, the two local towns would then become responsible for footing the bill for the law enforcement, footing the bill for all that shit that Disney foots the bill for themselves. On the flip side of that coin should a business be able to literally govern themselves as an entire city within a state that's also an honest question that i'm asking i'm always going to be asking these what i quote unquote call honest questions like yes disney is being bullied bullied by ron DeSantis. in my opinion it is go government overreach and using taxpayer dollars to bully a business because you don't agree with their ideology and you're trying to stifle their freedom of speech absolutely could be considered somewhat even deplorable and very unrepublican of you to stifle somebody's freedom of speech while going around saying that people are trying to stifle yours republican we could get into that debate i promise you i'm not going to but I, we could because let me tell y'all something. Disney is a business that aims to make money. Hands down, I don't have any doubt about that. Uh, one way or the other. Disney wants to be inclusive and welcoming, which is why they made their statements uh, after the, uh, quote unquote, it's been referred to as the don't say gay bill, right? So when it all boils down to it, is government overreach at play here for Disney? But should maybe the, and, and here's the thing is, I don't think that it should be up to the entire state of Florida 
um, to decide this ordeal. I don't. I don't. Um, I just don't think that people in Tampa are qualified to vote on Disney because it doesn't affect your taxes. It doesn't affect your bottom line. It doesn't affect anything about you because it isn't located where you are. So this is where something where I go, so a lot of people might want to try to put this on the ballot. So what we refer to as Florida Bama, <clears throat> that area of the country, I mean, that area of the state um, can somehow, you know, vote on this or, you know, lower Miami can vote on this two very different locations with two very different point of views, but would also be voting on something that doesn't really affect them. I think this should be left up to the two counties where Disney resides. And I do believe that the two counties should vote on whether Disney should keep their charter, their, their charter with that, with those two counties and all that area or not. Um, I just don't think that it should be left up to the state. I know that it was signed into law by a governor, but you have to understand that I just don't think it should be left up to a state because at the end of the day, the whole state would be voting on something that would marginally impact impact the workforce and the people that live in those two counties. Yeah, it should only be drawn to the attention of the two counties that would be affected by it. Because like you're saying, if if they do implement uh, sanctions against Disney, those two counties are going to end up forking out a lot of money. Oh, absolutely. And also, uh, actually, one of our listeners in the live room says, what about property values in those surrounding in the in the uh, properties surrounding the park um those could be negatively impacted and when we talk about some of the other negative impacts political theater can be played by businesses too when the government wants to overreach and play politics in their business right so disney has now enforced an economic setback and they announced it on the eve of desantis announcement of his presidential run. What am I referring to? Well, the New York Times is reporting that um, after months of anticipation, Governor DeSantos of Florida, of course, is, of course, expected to formally announce his candidacy. Um, if he hasn't already, I've actually been cold on the news or dark on the news, but if he hasn't already, he was going to, I believe this weekend or next weekend, sometime this week, but very soon. Um, but um, DeSantos privately told donors and supporters on a telephone call on Thursday that he, not Trump, had the best chance of beating President Biden. He suffered another blow, though, as Disney has decided to pull $1 billion in planned projects in the state of Florida, which could ultimately damage everything down to small businesses and disney is simply saying get a better governor then <laughs> i can see them financially backing someone different yeah um so this blow that's going to cost florida florida people thousands of jobs in infrastructure and raise more questions about his policies and strategies towards business and is DeSantos truly pro-business or is he just pro-business that supports him as a person uh, DeSantos dismissed Trump's chances of victory, by the way, during a call. He said that uh, to have a uh, he said to have a chance to get elected president, Biden and me. He didn't even bring up Trump's name. So um, DeSantos uh, did, of course, list a, a bunch of his uh, his quote unquote a legislative accomplishments in the state of Florida. Um, but I will tell you that. I um, just, I would say that 
it could be a huge spin for nothing or he could win it. Look, the guy is about to get $80 million transferred to him from the Florida State account. Uh, from his own Florida State account, which I'm sure he's been stockpiling money from all kinds of illegal ways, nonetheless. Um, but he's about to put that into the Super PAC, which has already raised $30 million other dollars. And that's all I'm assuming he thinks is going to him. <laughs> but, like I told you, on Thursday, last week, Disney, that's why I said for at the beginning of the show, that for context, this show is being taped on 522. Normally, we don't give you the date of the taping of the show, but in this case, stuff may change, um, legally speaking. But yeah, Disney um, is scrapping plans uh, to build a $1 billion office complex in Orlando that was expected to bring 2,000 jobs with an average salary of $120,000 um, to those jobs. Florida officials have repeatedly uh, cited uh, that the development as a promised economic opportunity for Orlando, for Orlando with hotel chains and retailers arriving in anticipation of the project, so they may pull their projects. Um, so I think that Disney's feud with DeSantos um, could turn into a bitter fight and i i really think that you know people who call themselves republican are going to be put on the hot seat as if you're pro-business then why aren't you, why are you electing someone who is clearly guilty of, of 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 government overreach already in his state see with trump honestly you had the excuse that you had no clue what you were getting right that's an honest excuse with Trump. But with the Santos, he has been in a position of leadership in government. That is the big difference between Trump and him. Trump had never been in any position of government, um, whereas this man had, and, and actually he was a shit show the entire time he was in government for the most part. That's hilarious and fun, at, fun to poke fun at. But at the same time, I also want to point fat, poke fact at that Ron DeSantos has ran a state. And clearly what you're going to get is you're going to get uh, gay and lesbian discrimination nationwide if he's elected president what you're going to get is is retaliation in policy against businesses that disagree with him if he's in office which could hurt your personal job it could hurt your bottom line what you're going to get is an unwillingness to work with congress unless he gets his way or the highway which is exactly what we're getting right now from the house and because of that the uh, government is heading towards a default on its loans. I mean, guys, th it could get ugly and bad. My point is this, is I'm not so sure that I want what DeSantos did in Florida, because what did he really do except go through and basically use the government to go after anyone who disagreed with him? I don't how about, know that. How about what he could do to the military? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He could make it illegal to serve if you're gay or lesbian. Oh, yeah. So you say you support the military and you support military vets? Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. But only if they love the way you, you say. Hold on, hold on. Only if they pray the way you say. Hold on, hold on. Only if they agree the way you say. Hold on, hold on. Only if they vote the way you vote, say. Hold on, hold on. See, that's the problem is, see, people I've watched for the last six, seven years now, people claim to be pro-democracy while arguing that there should be an end to people that disagree with them. Ron, DeS about control. Ron DeSantis is the epitome of that, is the epitome of what I've been warning about for seven, eight years now. 
since the election of since actually a year before the election in 2016. I've been warning you guys that this shit's about to get real dark and people's like, oh, Trey, you're just over-exaggerating and blah, 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 blah. And then I digress that here we are. So um, <laughs> you see, I didn't even give it no time to even settle in. I'm like, here we are. Just shut the fuck up. Right. It pains me to be right. Kiss my ass. So when I think about DeSantos and quote unquote, what he did in Florida, all I think about is discrimination against friends and family of mine that I care very deeply about in the gay and lesbian community, which would open the door. If you could discriminate against them, would start opening the door for discrimination against other people who are marginalized by color, race, religion, anything. So Ron DeSantos is just the start of another, you know, crazy level of stuff that I just don't want to see in this country. So I don't. So when I think about that and I go, government overreach in business doesn't allow business to grow. That's what he's doing in Florida. Businesses are going to start shutting their doors if he's elected president or at least closing their doors from building. And then when that happens, then there isn't enough, you know, scraps for the rest of us to have businesses and for the rest of us to succeed. And then people start losing their jobs. And then all of a sudden it could trigger a recession. So Ron DeSantos may trigger a recession in his own state and then trigger a recession in the whole country if he becomes president. So, this Ron DeSantos versus Disney thing, I think, is 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 comical, but I think that we would. But and while I think that it shows how big of a threat he's going to be if he is even the nominee as president, and it also just shows how scary and dark of a road that 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 the right is really willing to go down instead of just negotiating. And at this point, I don't negotiate with terrorists. Okay, that's just fine either way, left or right. I don't negotiate with terrorists. If you ain't willing to give something up to come to the table, I don't negotiate with you. And I think that the problem with Disney is 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 that how are we allowing a corporation to govern themselves as an entire city that's just a little scary too and maybe the people of orlando and so forth should foot the bell um for things like law enforcement and things like that i don't know i don't know enough and i'm not gonna pretend to know enough about the whole situation in it in a nutshell what i will tell you is is that i find it comical that fox news commentators are like let's cancel disney okay <laughs> good luck with that that'll um, never happen i just think it's funny like see the thing is, is is that they want you to cancel disney for standing up for its right against government overreach and standing up for its right for its gay employees and th they want you to cancel disney for that but god forbid you cancel roseanne Barr for being a fucking nazi oh god forbid that right oh god forbid she's been a, she's a victim now she's a victim now <laughs> <laughs> but you, if, if this doesn't open up people's eyes to see how dangerously potential DeSantis could be to the federal government. Oh, but people see this the way they want to see this. See, that's the problem is, see, I right. see this from a very neutral position that maybe he's not wrong about Disney, but maybe he's wrong for this country. <laughs> but at the same time, maybe he isn't wrong about Disney. And I keep coming back to that for that point. That while I think that he may be deplorable as a human being, that his policies are filled and riddled with Christian, you know, quote unquote, Christian reasoned hatred, which is almost a dumbfounded fucking oxymoron in its own fucking self. I mean, let's be honest, but how can you be a Christian and then still hate people? <laughs> That's a debate for a different show. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, 
at the same time, should a business be able to essentially govern itself without, you know, real true oversight? And should the people of Orlando and elsewhere be able to reap the benefits of a business or corporation, you know, governing itself in their backyard and the benefit is they don't have to worry about helping out paying taxes for repairs and roads and renovations and police force in that area but then also you know if you get arrested by the Disney cops should they have any real authority or jurisdiction because at that point you're not a real fucking cop because you weren't appointed as a police officer by any elected official you're appointed by a charter between the state of Florida and Disney which the person who put it in play is no longer around because you know governors change right so that's kind of the things that i think of i also think that it's time to go go get high some more um that's a debate for a different time chuck says in 2018, Trump wasn't wrong about the government. He was just wrong. He was just, he was just wrong to lead it. Okay, that's fair. I, I would disagree. I think that he's also wrong about how to run the government too. Because in a republic, I'll leave you with this, Chuck, because it's just a debate for another day to open a whole nother can of worms. I'll leave you with this. I disagree with that statement for this reason. I'll put fact behind it. Under Donald John Trump, government had grown more than it had grown under Bill Clinton or Barack Obama combined. Therefore, you weren't about small government. And that's one of the things that I've always stood by the Republican side about. So truth be told is, no, I think he was absolutely wrong about how to run the government and the wrong person to run it. And that's why he grew it instead of shrunk it, which is what Republicans are supposed to do. Where I believe Republicans get it wrong is when we gain money from shrinking the government, we should also tax the rich and take care of the less fortunate. To a degree. To a degree, too, though. And then take care of the people that can't take care of themselves. But, oh, my God, there's a concept. Look out for the community. Holy shit. On that note, two birds and one stoner. It's been a fun one, fuckers, but I got to go. It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. I woke up so We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. Young nigga. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed? We're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. In my mind, they said... You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? This gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Successful.